Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey guys, what's going on? Dr. Tom here. You're listening to The Positivity Effect. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am joined today by my new co-host, Mr. Mike, Mr. Audio Velvet. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Dr. Tom? What's going on, everybody out there in the listening world? I hope you are keeping it positive. Welcome to the positivity effect, man. Good to see everybody. This man's voice is so silky, he doesn't even need a special microphone. (laughs) Oh, stop it. (laughs) <laughs> you just reach those you reach those low baritones yeah too bad i can't do anything else with my voice like i can't sing <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like one of the worst like readers ever like if i when i read out loud it, it sounds like i'm in second grade it's terrible that's okay that's okay <laughs> mike we're, we're joined we're joined by a guest today in the studio what's going on we have a we have a, a, a guest hello everyone hello what's guest up? speaker <laughs> Guys, say hi to Carlene. Carlene's my assistant in the office and uh, kicking butt over here, kicking kicking butt, helping people hear better. But uh, she wanted to hang out and, and, and vibe on the podcast. So, Mikey, um, that's awesome. How you well, feel, Carlene, Carlene? You can keep us honest. Yeah, you gotta. If you if we say something that that doesn't vibe, you gotta you gotta oh, cut ready. us off. I'm excited. That's this right. is gonna be fun. <laughs> good, good. Um, so, Mike, man, how you how you doing, brother? Everything's good, man. Uh, everything's good. You know, people out there, you may or may not know uh, that I work in education and uh, here in New York, just like the rest of the country, a lot of places in the country, we have open schools back up. So, you know, after uh, five, six months of being home and doing everything remotely, now being back in the building, man, it's uh, it's it's different. You know, it's different. I find myself being very fatigued. Fatigued. Now, to put in, you know, those forty-hour work weeks again. It's it's it. You know, I've been away from it for so long that now it's like I gotta, you know, I gotta rebuild that muscle again. Yeah, man. What kind of what kind of uh, what kind of gym reps you putting in to work those uh, those commuting muscles? Um, not as much as I should. <laughs> not as much as I should. Um, I do probably about zero reps. Um, and in about zero sets, so <laughs> about how many, how many reps and sets? Well, I remember in, in uh, elementary uh, math that if you multiply something by zero, it's zero. So, oh, okay. All right. Thanks for helping me out with that. So yeah, I'm at zero right now. That's, <laughs> that's okay. That's my target though. That's my target rate. Mike, we're the pot. Come on, man. We're here to, we're here to lift. We're here to lift everyone up, including ourselves. Come on, shoot for the stars. I tell you what, though, I tell you this, I'm going to share this uh, with you and the listening audience out there. I signed up for the gym. Um, you know, I, I, I sign up for the gym all the time and I go consistently for about three, four or five months and then I fall off. And then I repeat the whole process again a few months later. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you out there do the same thing. Signed up for the gym, I want to say in February. And as you all know, mm. uh, 
in March, you know, the entire country was shut down due to COVID-19. Um, and gyms were one of the last industries to kind of open up, right? You had, uh, you know, your restaurants opened up. The barbershops, right? We had Kaz on last week. Yeah. yeah barbershops opened up. Um, but gyms, they were very, very slow to give them the green light. Uh, and so, you know, I effectively canceled my membership uh, because I'm like, you know what? They're not opening up and I'm not going to go back until it's safe. Um, and then, you know what? I got a phone call from the owner of the gym, right? Now, of course, this is a franchise, so he owns that particular location, maybe another location or something. Uh, and the guy, man, he just got on the phone and he's offering me everything. You know, listen, I'll give you 70% off. I'm going to waive the annual fees. I'm going to up your membership. You can go to any gym in the country. Everything but bring the kitchen guests, sink. Bring two guests, bring five guests. Check your blood pressure at the door. <laughs> everything right he's just telling me dude we clean three times a day like you know we're constantly cleaning like he's just giving me the spiel and he's giving me the world and i'm still like eh, you know I, I just don't know and then he got kind of like real with me man like he's like look it's been hard i'm a business owner you know i i i i'm, I'm struggling and you know i really think the guy was close to tears you know, like he yeah, was almost yeah. crying on the phone. And you know what? I said, I, I had, to, I was, I was totally committed to canceling this membership and working out at home or doing, you know, running around the neighborhood, getting my exercise in that way. And, you know, after speaking to him, I decided to hang, hang on to the membership. I'm like, even if I don't even go, don't go work out because I, I still feel like, you know, it's kind of risky. It's kind of dangerous. I don't know yet. Um, I want to help this man out. You know, I want to help him out. It, it's difficult. He's in a difficult position. And we all know the, the 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 cost of rent in this city is ridiculous, especially if you are, you know, you're in a, you know, a large building with three, four, five floors that you have to maintain. And you got no members coming in, paying their monthly dues. Oh, those gyms, the rent on some of those gyms are huge because they were predicated on having, you know, hundreds of visits every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I also, too, I respected the fact that he called me personally, you know, um, you know, a lot of times people think that they get they they make they get to a certain level and, you know, they're not going to humble enough they don't have to do anymore. Right. right. Like I, I own the gym. I don't have to cold call anybody. I'm not a telemarketer. I did that in college. Like, no, that wasn't his attitude. He you know, he had to do what he had to do to save his business. And, and, and he took ego out of it. Um, and started calling people directly. And I really, I appreciated that, man. You know, I really did. So, well, I think, you know, like us, Mike, right? Like our team and even my own team, like we would never do something that we, we would never ask somebody to do something that we wouldn't do ourselves. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that, and that, that's a leadership skill, but that's a skill. Like a lot of people think that you're born with that. No, you, you work just like you were talking about working that muscle of going back to, to work because you haven't commuted and haven't been in that, that headspace in so long. Um, it's the same thing when, when you're trying to, to lead somebody and you're trying to sure. lead a, a business or a family or a friendship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just thought that was, thought he had a lot of integrity yeah. uh, to do that. Um, and I felt for the What guy. a beautiful it's, word, right? Isn't that something that integrity, man, it's, that is, I love it. Who wouldn't want to live their life with more integrity? You're always improving. 
you're always, but there's always another, another level that you can find of being that person that people can rely on, that you set the example for other people. Mm-hmm. When we, we were going to talk about, I, I had this thought about what we would talk about today on the show, right? Um, we were chatting a little bit before we got on, on the podcast about the, the energy that you have on a daily basis and where, where are you putting that energy? Who are you giving that energy to? Where are you releasing that energy? Who are you allowing to take that energy from you, right? And you, you brought up integrity, Mike. I mean, what I've noticed, it, it seems to be the gift that keeps on giving. When, when you start to like live your life with more integrity, and it's not saying like, you know, you could come from a place, maybe you, maybe you were at rock bottom and you were really not somebody that had really had any integrity in anything you did. And, and it caused a, a big strain on relationships or friendships or, or just co-work, you know, whatever the case. And you, you have nowhere to up, but up to go, but maybe you're somebody that already feels like you'd kind of, you know, you feel like you you have integrity, but you're still, you're improving, right? Yeah, well, you know, Tom, a lot of people like, you know, it, it, yeah, you, you ask like, okay, who wouldn't want to, you know, uh, have more in, uh, integrity? I was about to say be integrous, but I don't think that's a word. Integ- integrous. <laughs> Integ- I'm going to make that a word, right? Starting right now, integrous is not a word, uh, is now a word. But no, some people really, you know, some people don't want to be or to have more integrity because it, it, integrity re- requires more work. It requires hard work. Right. Uh, it requires you to be not only responsible, but accountable. And some people don't want to be accountable for some of the decisions they make, some of the actions that they that they do. Um, you know, some people don't want to face those responsibilities. Um and so some people do avoid being, that's the word, integral, In- right? Integral. Integral. Some people uh, uh, avoid that because, you know, they don't want more responsibility. Right. They don't like to work hard. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's like, have you ever met somebody who, you know that phrase, work, work smarter, not harder? Smarter, uh, not harder, yeah. Yeah, like it's a great phrase, but in the last couple of years, people have kind of run with it and, you know, they've kind of, they interpret it now as in working smart means that you don't have to work hard. That's not true. Right. That's not true. Uh, I don't care how smart you go about certain things. Um, You can work as smart as you want, but that's not going to decrease or, or, or eliminate altogether the hard work, right? right? Um, the hard work is still going to be there. It may change. The look of it may change. How you go about completing that hard work may change, but the hard work isn't going anywhere. Um, and so some people are just reserved like that. Some people are very comfortable. Uh, I, I, I try not to use the word lazy, but some people get super, super comfortable Um and they don't want to challenge themselves. Like, you know, people, some people out there are afraid of success, right? And it's not that because they don't want the benefits and, and, and you know, everything that comes with the success. They don't want the hard work that comes with the success. They don't want to the accountability that comes with the hard, hard They want work. the highlights. They want the highlight reel. 
Absolutely. You know, um, you know, and then it's like uh, I was talking to a kid the other day and she, you know, she's uh, uh, been accepted in all of these uh, college level courses. And she's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want I'm like, why wouldn't you want to, you know, to do these college level courses now while you're in high school? And her answer, it, I'm just going to summarize. She basically said, because once I start, everybody's going to expect me to continue to do this level of work. And I said, wow, I said, you're afraid to be successful. You're afraid to make it because once you make it, people are going to expect, like you said, that level of work. And Mike, too, I think that first level, when that per- when someone has like that awakening that they they have a taste for wanting to be successful, they say exactly what she just said. They say, I'm afraid of what other people, the, the standard that other people are going to hold of me. That's right. But then you start to realize quickly as you go down to this never ending, right? It's a success is a rabbit hole and that, that could be seen positively or negatively. It could be seen negatively because then you think, oh, there's, there's no end in sight. There's no, there's not a finish line to your success. And for some people that could be very, it could cause anxiety. It could cause stress. I, I get it. There, when you're, when you're trying to achieve something, you want some sort of like end goal. You want to believe that there's like this like mountain that you climb and you get to the top and then, and then it's like, you know, the gates open and everything that you've ever wanted in life is, is now, you know, given to you. But when you truly want to succeed, like when, when you really want to be the best at what you're doing, you, you quickly recognize that it's, it's never ending. It's, it's a de- it, it continues to deepen. That well continues to get deeper and deeper. As you, you find the next level, now that level goes beyond that. So you're always trying to obtain what your true potential is. You're never at that true potential. It's always, it's ever expanding. And what starts that, and what, why I'm going down, I guess we're going down this path, at least for me, was that if you're here listening to this podcast, if you're with us guys and you, you, you sought us out, you looked for something, you know, inspirational podcast, um, values, uh, integrity, whatever got you connected with Mike and with myself, you're cut from that cloth. You, you want more. You want more out of life. You want to succeed. And when you start to realize that you, you want to be better at something in your life, or you just want to be the best at whatever you do, that there's going to be people in your life that, for lack of a better term, they're not, it, they're almost afraid that they see you changing. They're, they're not like, for example, oh man, I miss Mike. I miss the old Mike, you know? I miss, you know, Mike doesn't come around anymore. All he, all he cares about is, is working hard, right? Like you, 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 can, you may start to hear these comments from people in your life and you can look at those comments negatively. You can, you can be upset that maybe a family member or a friend is, you may feel like they're pulling you down. And that's where you have to quickly recognize and start regulating, like I was talking about, that energy. What are you doing with that energy that you have, that limited, limited resource on a daily basis? Who are you giving it to? Are you giving it to that family member, 
to your mom, your dad, your aunt, uncle, sister, grandparent, friend that is not really, doesn't have your best interest in mind about you succeeding. Maybe you told them, Hey, I'm, I took up this because I, I want to improve this. And then they, they come back at you and like, they're like, eh, what are you doing that for? You know, you're not, why, why, you know, what's the point? And all of a sudden, you know, you, you get, you get knocked back down a peg and now you've given, you've given a piece of your energy for that day. And that it's, it's so finite, right, Mike? Like every single day you have such a short amount of energy and when you start to recognize that you really want to improve, it's so important to surround yourself with people, right? That, that quote that everybody has heard a million times from Jim Rohn, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are you spending your time with? Yeah, you are who you surround yourself with. We appreciate you guys here. You're here with us on this podcast. Like, let this be a resource for you. It, you may have that support system already. And if you do, that's awesome. But if, if you don't, it, it, we, our hope for you is that just, just gets you reflecting. It gets you, gets you thinking because you have such that it's such a short, every single day, right? We're, we're on this earth for such a short amount of time. And a lot of like success gurus out there, they talk about time a lot. Like you have, you have such limited time, right? So they try to kind of use that as the analogy to like, get after it, get after it, go after it. But I don't see enough emphasis on, on, on that even more precious resource is, which is your personal energy. And it's, it, it is, it could start to really be empowering when you find people that almost like a, like a, an outlet, they charge you back up. They bring you back up. They bring you and, and you start bringing each other up and it's, you give and all of a sudden you're getting even double back from that person that you gave to. It, it can be very you know rewarding when you start to find those people in your life. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, but, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about how, uh, you know, because society has changed uh, in a lot of different yes. ways. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people were, uh, you know, sequestered from their support group. Hurting right now. Yes. Right. Um, you know, some people uh, really enjoyed, you know, going to work. Yes. Uh, because they're people person people. Right. Um, yes. You know. They like being around people. They are social butterflies, you know, um, even if you, you know, didn't necessarily like your job, you know, what you were doing as your responsibilities, you still kind of look forward to, you know, to engaging and interacting with people on a daily basis. So for a lot of people, um, you know, they're like you said, Tom, they're hurting right now because, you know, they don't have that. You know, you don't you don't get that same camaraderie on a Zoom call that do when you're, you know, sitting around, you know, the break room table, you know, just right, the, the, the water cooler shit. talk, right. The water cooler talk, you know, you can't, you can't do that on a zoom call, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, unfortunately things are a lot different. So, you know, it's the, it's like you say, the energy, you know, and you're, um, and you're dialing in very specifically to that aspect of, of a person's life, their work, their work environment, their work life. And what you're, t yeah, you're so you're right, Mike. I mean, this whole year, it's not just about our work environment. It's, it's been that. It's, it's seeped into our families, our, our, our close relationships. This, this year has been a year. <laughs> and this is more than, more than ever a time where as hard as it is, 
just keep digging in, guys. Just keep digging in to to get after what you want to get after and, and to build those relationships. You know, I want to, I want to ask, uh, um, Carly, uh, cause you, you just, you just sound so energetic. Um, <laughs> and you know, you just have this, this kind of, she, she's laughing effervescent quality to your voice. What do you do to stay so positive and energetic on a daily basis? Like what's your secret, man? Um, well, I surround myself with a lot of really good people. I like to make sure I eliminate toxic energy. And also, as I grew up, I learned what I really want. I think it's important to know what you want in life. And, you know, even if you're still trying to find yourself, I still think it's good to have a goal and work towards that. Um, I don't know. I also have a lot of things that make me happy, too. So... (laughs) Okay. I don't know. It's really hard to describe it because it just also comes from my personality as well. well I, th- I think it's it's good because you know we talk, we talk at work. You pay attention to the little things that make yeah. you, that that are important to you, and you double down on those. Right. And I, th- I think, um, but that you hit the nail on the head. I think that's so important that you're focusing on those relationships. Yeah, yeah. It's very important to me to make sure I have good and strong relationships because then it. Like you guys has been saying, it reflects onto me and then, you know, then I can give it back to other people. Just basically this like good cycle. What do you do when you get, when someone's in your life that's got some negative vibes? Oh, I, I, (laughs) (laughs) oh, when, when someone's in my life and they have toxic energy, I, I tell them the problem. I, a lot of people don't like confrontations. I personally don't like them, but I always end up saying things. I kind of have like an impulse. What do you call it? a diarrhea mouth? Is that what it's called? When you just like say things. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> so when there's a problem, I usually say it and then either the person accepts it or they don't. And then, you know, cut, cut, cut off of toxic relationships just happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. We kind of have like three different generations on the mic right now. Um, I'm the youngest. before before Tom can throw me under the bus (laughs) I wasn't even going there man (laughs) Um, Carly not for you personally but what have you seen like with your generation the with with what's gone gone what has happened you know in um, because of the shutdown and the pandemic and school like how you you're on school you go to college right now so you're doing a lot of zoom calls and what has been the temperature, you know, on, in, 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 in your age bracket, like what, how are people dealing, how are kids dealing with everything that's going on right now? Um, it's hard definitely for my generation at this age, if you guys didn't know I'm 20. So at this age, it's, we all want to be out social, make, make new friends, make new memories. You're in your twenties. It's this whole thing. And we're in college. So removing that social aspect, especially in like March, April, May, that whole time, it, it has been hard. It was hard for us, even myself, for someone who's always very positive and excited all the time. The amount of times I had, I lost motivation in school, um, spring semester of 2020, it was a lot. Like I'm surprised, like I made it out with good grades. 
I say that very humbly. (laughs) 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 Because it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard not going to school, not seeing your friends and the way it happened, it was so aggressively quick. Like no one was ready for it. It was just like, yeah, by the way, you're not going to school tomorrow. That's it. And no one got to say goodbye or anything. Yeah. That sucks so bad. I mean, a a lot of people have different college experiences and things. Um, But like for the, for, for, for the student that, you know, went to college specifically to get away from the house, to leave home, like, (laughs) right. And I'm not gonna lie. That was me. Right. Here we are. Right. You were talking about getting people, you want to be around people that you want to resonate with. So you want to leave the house, leave the nest. I didn't want no, I was looking forward to not having a curfew, like having my own space coming and going as I please. I can't imagine what it was like for some of those freshmen to, like you said, go through the first semester and you're just now hitting your stride. You're just getting into your groove. You're making friends on campus. And now you're doing class on the dining room table at home with mom <laughs> cooking in the kitchen. Uh, pack your shit. You got to go home. You're like, what? <laughs> I just worked 18 years to get out of there. <laughs> and, and, and mom and dad's like, mom and dad's saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now you're coming back four years early with no job. <laughs> Right, and they were just getting used to the idea of you being out the house. They were turning your room into a into a den, and now you're coming back talking about, uh, "Hey, listen, remember that mouth that that extra mouth that you thought you didn't have to feed? <laughs> Guess who's back? Dad, remember? Dad, remember that boat you told me you were you were thinking about getting? <laughs> right, let's hold off on that. <laughs> <laughs> and parents are like, "Wait, so let me get this straight. Um, I still got to pay tuition." But yet you're still here. <laughs> what, what, what part of the game is this? <laughs> yeah, man. But, oh, oh, man, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, uh, you know, we're all feeling it right about now. Well, um, for you personally, Mike, what what have you done to kind of keep? Because I mean, look, uh, guys, we understand that this is the positivity effect, right? Like you're coming here for source of inspiration. And so are we. Like we ourselves get just as much out of this by getting on this, this mic and sharing this time with you and knowing that you're here listening and being able to also, um, reflect, reflect on, on what we're doing. And I, I, you know, I, I've had my days. I know you have had your days, Mike, you know, we've all, we've all, Carlene, you've had your days. What have you done personally, Mike, I guess, to regulate your energy during some of these more difficult times? Um, you know, just, uh, really, I guess probably getting back to nature. Um, you know, some of the things I've neglected doing, uh, you, you probably don't know, but I'm a, you know, I'm an avid bike rider, um, here in the city. Uh, but I would usually use my bike for, you know, for commuting purposes, right? I need to get to work. I'm riding my bike to work. I need to go here. I'm riding my bike. I haven't rode just you know, just for riding's sake, uh, in a very, very long time. He's being humble, guys. He, this guy was in the Tour de France like last year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get smoked by all those people. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I would do things like that. You know, um, you know, just you know, going to the park. Um, you know, sitting down, reading a book. You know, taking a walk. 
along the water, like, you know, different things that, and I, and I try to have a perspective like, okay, this is not something that I'm forced to do. Right. But this is something that I want to do. I want to get back to, um, again, just, you know, uh, uh, experiencing nature, being outside a little bit more and being outside doesn't mean being around people. Right. Right. Um, but just, again, just being out in the elements. Cause you know, when you're home, for those of you who are working from home and have been working from home for months, uh, it's, it's taxing, man. It's taxing. And you, you gotta get out the house. You gotta breathe some different air. Um, you, you know, you want to feel like you have some purpose. Uh, and even, even though, I mean, you do, and even though you're working at home and you're getting things accomplished, it's like your body needs to have a direction. It needs to go somewhere. I don't care if you're just walking to the store and back, uh, it feels good to stretch those legs and to, you know, to be active. So, you know, that's kind of how I stay positive. I've been doing a lot of, you know, a lot of moving around. Um, I think it's also pouring your energy into something, you know, we, we've been talking about it lately, you know, for, for us, right, Mike, are running a business that helps men live with confidence and swagger. It, it, it dapper effects, right? It's, it's that for us, it's that constant reminder too, because we want to be an image of that. We want to hold values, uh, that, um, that are sought after values that, that uplift others, values that connect people, values that make others feel comfortable in your presence. And it, it, sometimes it's that, sometimes it's just building something and going after something and, and using that as a vessel to help other people. I think for us, right as a team, you and I, you know, our, our my brother, it's been Dapper Effects has been a great way to, uh, to get us through this time because, uh, what are you seeing out there right now? It, it, you're not seeing that. You're not seeing people talking about the, the, the I, I, I don't know if this is the, maybe you'll correct me on this, but like the old school values of, of what it means to, to be a man or means to be an upstanding person in this world. I mean, Mike, I, it, it just kills me. All I see on like social media these days, it's just everybody tearing each other down and, it's, it's, it's such an easy path, I guess, because of like all the pain that everyone's, we're all going through that it's easy just to use, use that as an outlet to tear others down. And it's such a great opportunity to be using um, our time in ways to build other people up right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, uh, social media is really, um, I don't know if 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 it if it's a reflection of the times, or the times is a reflection of what we've been doing on social media. Um, it's just kind of been a deterior deterioration of um, of valuing dialogue, right, and honoring um, difference of opinion. Right. There's no com- There's no conversation anymore. It's just the like button. So that it avoid, there's no conversation. It's who has more likes. There's not an actual dialogue anymore. Right. I was listening to, um, to Joe Rogan the other day and he was talking about, he had this, this gentleman on and they were talking about like the rise of like the insane rise of, of like narcissism in our culture today because of social media. What do you think about that? I mean, especially in 2020, everybody's at home just posting and this and that it's, there's, there's a quite a, uh, just self-focus on self and ego and look what I got, you know, like, look at my body, look at my face, look at my cars, like, well, you know, I'm not knocking all that. I get it. If you know, if you got it, if you're 
beautiful, if you have a beautiful car, like, right. But it doesn't seem like that's like the focus. Like if you go to any social media platform right now, you open it up, it's just people like, just like, I don't see, am I, am I, I don't know if I'm losing you here, but like, I feel like no, the, I'm, 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 I'm personally not seeing a lot of just people looking to just help others and value and, and give value. You know, it's more just like, look at me. I want to be a, like a, a Hollywood superstar, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, and yeah, it may not be uh, a bad thing. Maybe I'm just looking at this, maybe I'm getting older and. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's always been there. Right. And yes, uh, you, you are getting older. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's always kind of been there. I think since the introduction of the quote unquote selfie, you know, um, it, it's, you know, people used to get on social media, um, and really look to interact with other people. Yes. Right? It was like, um, oh my God, I could talk to my friend in California on MySpace. And it was like this amazing absolutely. feeling absolutely. that you were, that you were connected. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then at some point it switched over to, uh, this is a tool to show people not even the best, the best version of me. Yes. There's like, a, you're hiding who you really are. Right. But a, a made up version, a made up right? version. Right, right. Um, one that uh, is not completely um, true to who I am, right, and what I have, or or, or I'm displaying what I have. Um, you used to get on Facebook and share pictures of your family to other family members. You used to keep people, like you said, Tom, who are on the other side of the globe, keep them updated on what was happening with you and your family, and you would keep track of what it's going on with them. Um, but now it's like, no, just here, I'm going to put pictures of me up and all of you can look at pictures of me. Yes. And that's what I want. I want you to look at pictures <laughs> yes, and yes, only yes, tell yes. me if they're good. All right. If you don't like them, don't say anything because it's going to make me feel a certain way. And then I'm going to say something back. So only tell me if you like the pictures and it's like, okay, well, uh, have you heard about this thing called Facetune? Facetune. Have you seen, Carlene, describe to Mike what Facetune is. I think I've heard of it. Facetune is basically when you edit the way you look and you basically look like a, a doll. You look like Voldemort and you don't have a nose because you're smoothing out your face so much. Mike, it's an app to basically like, you can remove any like blemish. You can make your body look thinner. Like, and it's like super easy. So it it's causing this like, it, it it's very toxic. It's toxic for people because they feel like that's how you should be looking, and then they, are girls doing this your age? Is this like all you you, you hear about? Like a yeah, lot of girls doing this. Girls my age and younger, and it's even worse for the younger generation because they see girls my age who are you know uh, photoshopping themselves, face tuning themselves, and they're like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to look like in order to get all these likes, in order for get guys to like me, guys to comment, mm -hmm. and like it just becomes very toxic because when you're 12, 13, 14 on Instagram, like at such a young age and you see all this, then then that's also when self-image issues start to happen. And that's yeah. when it becomes toxic. That's when all these different things happen. It, it, like, it goes down into a rabbit hole, mm -hmm. as you guys have been saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's 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 horrible. Um, yeah. You know, that's, uh, yeah, like you say, you start to, you know, to really question yourself. 
uh, and your self-worth begins to drop because like you say, you're, you know, I put up, I put up a regular untouched picture of myself with no filters or anything. And I got 20 people who said they like it. I put up a picture of me with, you know, that I put through this, this, this Facetune app and I got on this and I put it, I put these different filters on and I got 200 likes. You hit the nail on the head. Yes. I need, I need to look more like this. Um, so let me call up my local, uh, you know, plastic surgeon and, you know, get my cheeks bone, cheekbones chiseled and some lip injections. Like, you know, it's crazy. Some of the standards, you know, I, I always say, man, God bless you women. Cause I mean, you know, guys go through it too, but not nearly as terribly as women have to deal with some of these, these, you know, body shaming issues. It's just, oh my goodness. And I, I wish I could say, hey, you know what, women, it, it's 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 all our fault. It's all guys' fault. We're doing this. We're making you feel like 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 shit because we're you know talking about this and we're commenting. But it's it's not just guys. guys you know, women are sort of terrible to each other sometimes as well. It's true. You know, women are yeah. really bad to each other. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know, at times where it should be, hey, you know, no, girl, you look good. Like you know, you don't need all that. Is sometimes some women take the low road and be like, ew, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, right, and it's it's tough, man. It's it's really really tough out there. I I tell I tell my I tell Jen I tell my wife like I hope you tell me when I and then when she actually does I'm like no don't tell me what I I I don't want to know when I'm not looking good, but I do like I want to know but I don't. (laughs) Right, right. It's like why didn't you tell me I had spinach in my teeth? <laughs> why didn't you why didn't you stock up on floss for me? <laughs> yeah, man. Like uh I don't I don't know. So what do you what do you think the future of I know we're social- talking like we're kind of like dragging everybody down. We're, we we got to talk about the problems to actually get the solutions out, right? This is true. This is true. Um, do you see anything positive, Carlene, from some of the the trends in your generation? On social media? Yeah, because I mean, look, we're here. This is the positivity effect. We we have a platform to 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 bring good conversation and inspire and connect people. And also, right, we have a business. We have Dapper Effects. So we're we are also a uh, building a a quote unquote product. Uh, you know, that's tangible and intangible online and social media. And we believe, right, Mike, I would say that we believe what we're doing is, 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 is providing value for people. But from your perspective, like, do you see any good from the stuff that you see on a daily basis? I do. There are some accounts that definitely promote, especially when it comes to like self-image and like body image. There are definitely a lot of accounts that do promote that. Um, recently, it's been like that, like 2018, 2019, even in 2020, despite the chaos. But there has been... It's been better because me personally, I've been on social media since I think 2012 or 2011. I know that's very young, but (laughs) (laughs) but I do remember like when I first started, it was very chill. And then the peak of like negativity, like really, really, really bad toxicity and on social media was like 2014, 2015, 2016. Like I remember it was like so bad, but definitely a lot of people are starting to be more true to themselves. I feel like. From what I see. Well, you know, it's like, Mike, uh, the other day, I, I mean, there was somebody that had reached out uh, to 
possibly look for employment at my office. And um, listen, like your social media, that's that's your that's your calling card, you know, for your life of who you are. Um, now, right, there is that problem. What you described earlier, Mike, about almost creating this false identity of who you are. But let's say there's a person that like they they have multiple platforms that are public. You know, let's say they're looking for uh, employment somewhere, and they're posting on these different platforms. And one platform shows that they're like this upstanding citizen, right? They have this type of uh, persona that you probably would. Um, maybe this is a person that you would uh, jive with. Uh, am I missing? I'm, I'm losing. I'm missing uh, the word there. But then maybe they have this other platform that's not so easy to find unless you know it. You know maybe what the name of the platform is. And it's like complete opposite of who they really are, right? And now they have like these two conflicting things. Like they're not true to themselves. They don't like their LinkedIn doesn't match up with their Facebook, what doesn't match up with their Twitter. And now they're like this like, like who are they? And then are you quick, you're like, that's like their resume. Like in, for, for modern business day, that's their resume. Like it's like, who are, who are you? Are you, are you this person or are you this person? It's very easy to find people on social media. It's very, very easy. You don't have to know the person. You just have to know their name. I'll tell you, Mike, I, I totally threw that. I said, nope, I didn't even call the person because there, there was not a consistency with who they were publicly, who they were choosing to be publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. Um, it's it's unfortunate, you know. It, it I I wonder sometimes at some of these accounts that I see, right? Um, you know, you got you know guys who are, you know, holding guns in their pictures. They're smoking weed, you know, in a live video. And I'm not trying to say that you know if that's what you do. If you you know you collect guns, you smoke weed, that's fine. But. <sighs> It, the, the the conscious decision right. to put that on a public platform that has no limit mm-hmm. as to who can see it, right? It's not even, it's not even don't worry, only people in Brooklyn are going to see this. The, uh, don't worry, this is just an East Coast feed. No, nope. anybody. People in Dubai are looking at your, your... You know, and so it's, it's, it's either one of two things. Either you were not informed, right? Someone did not ever say to you, hey, be careful what you put on on social media because number one, you cannot delete it even though you think you can delete it. It It never goes anywhere. Somebody wants to pull it out, they will. Um, Either no one's ever sat you down and told you to be careful about, you know, what you put on there. That's a good point. It It may not be their fault. Yeah, and that's a good point too. You said it it may not be their fault. Maybe they're they're younger and they don't know certain. You're you're like beyond your age. I keep pointing. To, you're you're, it, but I'm saying like someone maybe they're they're in their teens, or they're young. You know, their early twenties, and they yeah they don't know. They don't realize the impact. Right. This this right. thing this animal of that what is social media, is it's a tool, and people don't realize that they think it's like this fun like yay like like playground. Social media will eat you up, oh, and spit you back bad. out. I must say, though, I will say, you know, for 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 people out there who young people who who weren't told that, you know, you should be careful with what you put on um, social media or whatever, you know, it, yeah, I don't necessarily blame them. Um, 
but I do blame their parents <laughs> and I blame whatever uh, uh, father or mother figure they have in their lives. Um, I'm sorry. These things, these cell phones, these pocket computers mm. are just that. They are computers that can do pretty much anything a desktop can do. Why would you put this much power into a child's hand to a young person and not number one, educate them properly. And number two, put the proper restrictions on there so that the kid is not looking at things that they should not look at because they're not ready for it or it's just not for them. Their brain is not developed enough yet. It's, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how many eight, nine, 10 year olds are walking around with these phones and they can access anything. There are no parental controls on there whatsoever. And we still sit back and say, well, why do we have a problem with child trafficking? Are you kidding me? Did you see, uh, I didn't watch it. Did you see that special? You, you knew the name of it. We were talking about that came out on Netflix with the young girls. Cuties. Oh yeah, cuties. Did you see that, Mike? Cuties. Yeah. I saw. I didn't watch uh, it. How, how the name of the of the of the series was 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 being a little was was controversial, but I didn't see the series. It's like very very young girls exploiting their bodies, like very very young, right? It was like prepubescent almost, uh, like middle schoolers. I forget. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I read a lot about it, and very controversial. It was bad. And Netflix was like, "Yep, we're releasing it," just like that. Think about how many people are, I get it. It's their playground. Like they can do whatever they want. You don't have to sign up for Netflix, but I don't know, man. I feel like these companies, I, I, I argue with some of my friends about this. I'm curious what your opinion is, Mike, but some of these companies, when, you, when they're this big, I feel like they have a certain social responsibility. Like Facebook, like I get it. Like Facebook, you know, they can take down what they want to take down or put or promote more what they want to promote, but and you, you have the choice to be on Facebook if you want to, but like they influence a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people on Facebook. Yeah. And I get yeah. it. It's their, I guess one argument is it's their playground. They could do whatever they want. Or mm -hmm. what's the other argument? Like they're do so big that there should be more responsibility for what they're allowing on their platform. Well, unfortunately, you know, these businesses are here to make money and, uh, controversy and negativity sells, unfortunately. You know, we here, we're on the positivity effect. Mm -hmm. We promote positivity, not profits, right? We, we chase positive things. We don't chase profit. But these larger conglomerates, right, at the end of the day, are not pushing positive content because it doesn't make them money. They don't profit off of positive con uh, uh, content, you know? They get more views from showing the debate between Trump and Biden right. than they do. Well, advertising know, dollars. People to get out and vote. Yeah, huge. Right. The advertising platform on Facebook is insane. You know, yeah. we're talking. I know we kind of guys. I pre. Number one, take a quick little five second break to say thank you. You know, we appreciate you guys so much uh, to be here with us. This this is a, a labor of love. We'd love to be able to have this opportunity and this medium to talk to you in this way and. In, just like I mentioned earlier, we get just as much value, you know, out of doing this show. We've been talking a lot about like social media. We kind of got on that topic and earlier, right in the show, Mike, I was talking about like managing your energy. That's a big one. I mean, are you the person that when someone, you see somebody say something on Facebook, you, you, you attack them, you start 
commenting. You start like that, you know, that quote keyboard, keyboard warrior. Mm-hmm. No, you see something. No, I'm not saying you like I'm, I'm rhetorically to, to, to right. those of you that are listening. I mean, that is right away. Like that's a huge piece of chunk of your energy that you can get back is there's so much negativity right now, right? It's uh, we're recording this. The time you're hearing this, it's going to be October 9th, 2020. There's so much negativity in all the social media platforms. What you're hearing at work or maybe on your Zoom chats, what you're you're seeing in the news, the everything going on with between uh, you know for the presidential debate. I mean, it's like it's your senses are so on fire and heightened your nervous system because it's especially with the, like the presidential debate because of how everything uh, news travels so quickly online and social on social media, right? Everybody's a lot of people have iPhones. As soon as you wake up, you could swipe right on your phone and you see all these this this news about all the the crazy things that are going on in the world that piece of your life right there, you know, managing that, that energy that you put into that cell phone, into that device, that computer, as you called it, Mike, and allowing yourself to have that space back for yourself, for your, for you, for you. I mean, I, I like what you mentioned about just getting out in nature, man. Like that's what I've been trying to do a lot more lately, you know, is, is, uh, was they, they call them forest baths. There's not really too many forests where we live, but <laughs> Sometimes just disconnecting from it all and being able to give yourself some space to think is, is, is very healing. And, and it's giving yourself that time and space to think will allow you to be, be more creative. It'll allow you to, um, to not have a short fuse with other people, right? A lot of us all have short fuses with others right now because of just everything's heightened right now. Anxiety is heightened. Fear is heightened. Right. It, you know, and, and, and also too, um, you know, it, it, it's about, uh, like we said earlier, surrounding yourself with positive people and positive energy that helps to build up your personal reserve yes. of energy. Um, but it's also, you know, avoiding negative stresses, like you said, social media, certain negative things on the computer, certain um, things on, on television, you know, the news reports and everything. Um, while while I am a big, big proponent of being informed, yes. I think should stay informed, yes. but you should definitely, you know, um, take a break, uh, unplug every now and again and understand, you know, um, when you're ingesting too much negativity, right? Um, or, you know, you're feeling depressed uh, um, because of there's so much despair in the world and, you know, you're looking for, you know, a feeling of hope and things. You got to know when to literally unplug. Um, and so so I, I say that to say that, you know, Tom, you asked earlier, you know, do people, you know, am I one of those people who will comment back on something, you know, that's, that's negative. Um, I, I won't because number one, I don't want to, you know, start a, a, a conversation that's only going to end up negative. Right. Um, it, it, the and, conversation ended before it started. Exactly. You know, um, and, and a lot of people too, like you said, they're keyboard warriors. Um, you know, they're not, you're not even talking to the real person. You're talking to the persona that you know they've put on so they're not even really listening to you with intent to hear what you may be saying they're waiting for that they're waiting for the rebuttal they're waiting for the rebuttal yep they've already they already know what they're gonna say 
Um, and so I, I avoid that. And, and, um, when we talking earlier, right, Carly, Carlene, we were talking about, you know, what do you do when someone is around you and you need to, you know, um, either sever that relationship or what have you. Um, it really depends on who it is. You know, if it's somebody that I just met or, you know, I haven't known for too long, um, and I feel like engaging in this conversation, letting this person know, hey, listen, when you said or when you did this, I felt that. If I feel like they can't even handle that and that's going to be a conflict within itself, then I'm more likely to just disappear. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, OK, oh, wait, that person's going to be at this next event. Guess who's not going to be at this next event? me because I don't want to be around that person, but I don't necessarily need to tell them because that's again, inviting negative energy that I can avoid. Now, if it's somebody that I, I truly love, right. Or I care about, and you know, I've got a long relationship with them or something like I've, I've had friends I've known for 20 years. And it's like, now I'm starting to look back over the 20 years. I'm like, mm, you know what? You're kind of <laughs> not good for me. <laughs> right. Uh, but I care about them then I will tell them. I'll sit them down and say, hey, listen, man, you know, this direction that you've chosen, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with it. Or the direction I've chosen, you know, you're not supporting me in a way that I need and, and I've got to keep it moving. So well, you guard, you guard that energy around, like you don't have to necessarily throw that person away out of your life, but maybe like when you're hanging out, it's maybe you're not talking about talking to them about your goals and aspirations. Maybe you're not talking about, right? right? It's like, you start to kind of realize there's certain people in your life that you really only could talk to about certain things. That's true. That's very true. I think it could be, if you're not aware, you could be so quick to give that, like we are talking about, giving that piece of you, that energy to someone mm -hmm. th through through conversation, right? You, you're talking about something maybe that's on your mind, th something that you're trying to work around in your head and move through or move past. And you say it to the wrong person at the wrong time. And all of a sudden what you thought was going to be, you felt you thought would be a positive experience for you because you thought you were going to somebody for advice or for counsel. All of a sudden you just got knocked down a peg <laughs> because right. they're there on another page. That's completely not, they're not on the same page. Right. 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 Very true. Very true. Very true, man. Um, so yeah, that's another way to, you know, to just kind of make sure that your, your energy is, is where it needs to be is to make sure that you're around people that have that positive energy that you want, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's paramount. You know, you have to do that. You can't be around, you, you can't expect to, to be around people who are depressed all day and you not be depressed at the end of that day. Right. You just, you can't, you can't expect that. By the way, we're not saying like, looks like you're going to have your ups and downs. Like we're not saying like, I always try to remind you guys, like, this is not, a show I like to say, like, just smile through your pain, smile through your, like, yeah, you're going to have those days, but you get past it. You move forward. Mm -hmm. You expand, you get better. You keep moving towards, right? Not moving back. And there's that, there's a big distinction there. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I, listeners out there, um, you might've heard a little pause in <laughs> just now in my response. And that's because I just got a text literally five seconds ago, got a text from a colleague of mine, um, with some really, really bad news about a former student that I have. Um, and it's like, 
in the moment, right? I'm seeing it and I know it's negative. I know it's negative news. I know it's something that's going to, you know, bring me down emotionally, right? Um, so I'm choosing now in the moment, right? To not read the text message because right now I'm in a space with you and Carlene and I'm talking about things that are positive. I'm trying to compartmentalize. So to your point, Tom, it's not like things aren't going to happen. Correct. You know, things are going to happen. Um, you know, it, you can't predict them, these things. You don't know when they're going to happen. Um, and you don't know what it's going, what's going to be. The only thing that you can expect is that they will, there will be negative things that you have to go through. Right. It's how you go about it. It's how it's your perspective. Your perception. Um, yeah. You know, like I know this news is bad news, so I'm going to make sure that I'm in a space to be able to handle that before I even read the rest of this text, you know, um, because we are, we, we know some of our triggers, right. As, as people, we know what some of our triggers are, but we don't know all of our triggers. We don't know all of the buttons that can be pushed that can make us either go up or go down. Speak for yourself. Right? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> right? Um, you know, certain things, you know, will, will, can kind of set you off. Um, and you don't know it until after it's happened. Yes. And it can happen right? so quickly. <laughs> it's so, so quickly. Um, so, you know, we're talking about, you know, keeping, you know, a positive outlook. It's It's something that you literally have to physically do. Right? You have to physically... And consciously tell yourself to remain positive, to be hopeful. Um, it's it, it's it's like you say about success. It's not a plateau that you hit, and then once you're there, that's it. You're there. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to do any more work, right? Um, it's work to maintain that. It's work to stay positive. It's work to stay successful. You start to right? fall in love with the work. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. You know, people out there who are uh, uh, unfortunately have battled substance abuse, you know, people who may, you know, have 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 to battle alcoholism. I would love they would love to say, you know what, I've been sober for two months. And guess what? I don't have to go to any more meetings. I don't even have to try anymore. <laughs> I'm good. I did it. Right. Right. I won. I no. won. <laughs> Pass me a beer. No, Winning. <laughs> but you know, it, yeah, that's work. hard. It's very, very hard when you're, when you're going through something like that. Yeah. 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 So you have to, you have to will yourself to will yourself. I think that's why, life. maybe that's why there is so much emphasis. Like you, you, that's a good example you brought up, like um, being sober from whether it's drugs or alcohol, they put that emphasis like on the days, like I am, you know, 55 days sober. I am like, it could be a year, but they still count the days. I am, you know, 367 days. So, because they're, they know that it's a challenge and right. every single day is a challenge and they know when they win that day, they won the day, but tomorrow it's going to be a challenge again and they have to yeah. win that day again. Yeah. yeah. And, and that applies to everything. I mean, when you want to be the best person, yeah, you can do, you do a great job that day, but then you wake up the next morning, you got to get after it again. You got to win the day. And, you know, you don't always win every day, but if you can gather up enough wins, you know, 
you, you're going to look back on your life and, and, and be proud of where you're moving and, and anything, your relationships, your, your family, your friends, your, your outlook on life. You can improve your outlook on life, but it's, it's work. It's not just like you wake up. You, yeah. You listen to one episode of the positivity effect. And now you're like tomorrow morning, you're, you're like, feel like amazing, like a million bucks. I mean, that would be great. I would love to know that our podcast, uh, has influenced you that way to feel really great to go now, go out in your own life and make a change and, and impact somebody. That's what we're here for. If we can, if this gets you uplifted to now go out and, and impact somebody else, our job, our our work here is done. Like that's a beautiful thing, but it's going to take work. Like keep showing up, like keep, keep, keep coming keep listening to the podcast. Keep, whether it's us or, or, you know, insert the others, you know, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, whatever you like to listen to, right? The friends you're going after, you're, you're connecting with people that, that lift you up. You're continuing to put that work in every single day. Absolutely. And then, you know, get back to the basics too. Uh, like we said, you know, get out there, get out and, so, and, 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 and experience nature, uh, exercise, right? Regardless of whether you you you're, you you like to run, uh, you go to the gym, you you lift weights, you do yoga, like do something active. Go outside, play with the kids, be active. That's great for positivity. One of the greatest um, ways, right, to uplift is is change your state. Just just yeah. go out and change your physical state. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, schedule positive time. Right. I like that. Like, yeah. Like, I, you know, um, me and my lady, we, we, we do date night a lot, you know? Um, so we'll say, all right, at the end of this week or, you know, whatever day next week, we're setting that aside and that's for me and you. And we're going to, you know, we're just going to spend time together. We're going to have date night. Right. If you're single, right. Spend some time, you know, have, have a me, a me day. You know, you work all week, whether you're going in somewhere, punching a clock or you're at home, you know, working remotely. Schedule a day who says, you know what? I'm not going to do any work. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to relax. I'm going to do something that I like. I got Carly right? laughing over here. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, because I agree. It's funny because I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I laugh at the most like inappropriate moments. <laughs> that, I, I'm not, it's not, I do that. It's, it's a musician's thing too. Like yeah. you could be playing with somebody and like. They'll like, let's say someone like does a crazy riff on, on a guitar. You, you, like it's weird as a musician, you the tendency is to laugh. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, that was so amazing. And you start laughing. It's yeah, a very strange if, phenomenon. It's not funny. It just comes out. Yes. Yeah. You're like the guy's like ripping, the guy's ripping a solo. She was making fun of me. So yeah, she was. <laughs> um, you know, the last thing I was going to say, Tom, is to, uh, you know, to do something that you've always wanted to do. Um, whether it's a hobby, whether it's a talent, you know, if, you know, you, 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 you never painted before and you, you want to paint, you know, you want to go get some canvas and, and, and do something for the first time, go for it. Right. Um, you know, you, you, you don't get a chance to cook often because you know, whatever. Uh, and now you have the option, the, the opportunity, uh, to make a grand meal, like, like go for it, you know? Um, I think, you know, uh, discovering a new hobby is, is it's, it's energetic, you know, right. Learning something new that you want to learn, right. Now's the best time to do it. Cause you're at home and you don't have a bunch of people, 
judging you for what you <laughs> absolutely. What you're doing, you know? So you know, I, you know, I, you could be a grown ass man and you want to learn how to crochet. Go right ahead and, and learn how to knit and go knit. You go get the knit. best, the best knitting rods. If that's what is that what you call them, knitting rods. You get the best ones. Huh? Are they needles? Oh, okay. I don't know. Needles, knitting rods. My grandma knit. I like knitting rods. Let's go right. with knitting rods. It sounds, rods. sounds, sounds, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it. You do the thing, man. Yes, yes. Do, do those things that you, you've been saying forever. You know, I should have, I, you know, I should have did this or I should have did that. I, I'll give you an example, right? I'll give you an example. Tom, for years, I have been telling myself um, or wanting to put together a demo tape, right? Because I do, I've, I've always been interested in doing voiceover work, right? Whatever it's for. I don't care if it's for commercials, you know, radio ads, television, whatever, right? Uh, and I just never got around to doing it. It's still something that I want to explore. Um, you know, I have the time now to look into it right and those those type of things fill you with energy mm -hmm. right because it, this is something that interests you it's something that you want to do so many times where we, we're put in the positions where it's like okay well i don't mind doing this but i feel like i have to do it or you know i, I it's my responsibility i gotta go to work today or, you know, I, I, I got to cook dinner, even though I don't feel like cooking, but the kids need to eat. Like, you know, it, there's so many things that that we do on a day to day basis that is not that we're not choosing to do. Right. Um, wh whether we whether we enjoy it or not, you have to do something that strictly benefits you, not benefits you, but is something that you like. Right. Um, big Harry Potter fans, sit down and watch all 18,000 Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Benjamin, go right ahead. Uh, if that's your thing, right? I do that with my movies. <laughs> you bend your bender? I, I love <laughs> film. <laughs> ah, that's one of that's listen, see, you were talking about the little things. Th that film, sitting down and watching a movie is one of my favorite pastimes. Mm hmm. It really is. Now, before they closed theaters, going to the movies was definitely my favorite. Did you, you have Carlene listening on every word right now? <laughs> oh, man, I, I love a good movie, man. It's 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 one of my favorite, favorite ways to just kind of decompress. And relax, just escape into another world. Escapism, right? Like. I'm not even here right now. I'm in, I'm in Hogwarts. You did. I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I know, have read all seven of those books, by the way. Jeez, I haven't even seen all seven of the movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got me beat on that, on that one, man. Um, now you're talking Star Wars and Marvel. That's something different. That's a different. We can space. definitely have a conversation about those things. Um, but yeah, just you know, really embrace what makes you happy. You know, you if you if you work with your hands, you know, you're you're you you I don't know, you're a carpenter. You know, build something for yourself, right? Make something that you know people are probably always coming to you. Hey, can you build this? Can you make me a cabinet? Can you fix my table? <laughs> you know, can you make a desk for me? How about you? What do you want to make with your hands for yourself, right? Go for it.
Mike, I think this is a good, uh, good place to end it, man. Appreciate you, uh, as always jumping on and, um, you know, like you said, you're, you're a house guest that's just not going to be leaving anymore. That's right. I'm here. <laughs> I, I just bought my own pair of slippers. <laughs> you have inside shoes, the ones that don't get dirty. You only wear them when I you're inside. inside. Mug with my name on it. It's in your cupboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw you, I, I threw out your toothbrush. <laughs> that's all right. I've been using yours. Oh, <laughs> oh, show with that. You won't throw anything else out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Carly, thank you for joining. Uh, you know, appreciate yes. it. Yeah, no, of yes. course. I had a lot of fun. Good, good. Yes. Promise us you will come back. Oh, of course. I'm I'm here all the time. So I will oh. definitely definitely be popping in. Very good, very good. Well, Mike, why don't you uh, you take us out, brother? Yeah, man. Um, once again, listening world, positivity effect audience, we thank you so much. Uh, we hope you guys are, you know, having a wonderful week. We hope you have a good rest of your week, and we look forward to talking to you guys soon. So we're going to sign off the way we always sign off. Uh, we're going to wish you guys and ask you to be safe, be positive, stay productive, Stay dapper and stay tuned, people. Talk to you soon. Peace. Take care, guys.